you are not into rhymes, learned rhymes and so on, uh, you, there are a lot of things you have to put, put aside to come down to the child's level and do what's good for the child. You know, there is this song that is quite common. This it's a nursery rhyme. I don't know if you know it. Um, well, I'm sure you know it because it's in every nursery school out there, at least in the English-speaking world. Um, they talk about. Uh, uh, maybe I should just sing it. It's a very short one. Um, ring around the roses, pocket full of roses, yeah. ash, ashes all fall down. You know the song. Yeah, now it's not a song I like. Why? Because I know the history. I know the history behind this song. Yeah, yeah. I know the history behind the song. It's a song relating. You know, um, you've heard of the Black Death. There was a yeah. plague. Yeah, I've heard of plague. Is it the one that came with the Spanish influence also? No, Spanish influence is much later. This one was just the Black Death. It was around. Spanish influenza was much later. This one is around the 1300s. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. So that's where that song came from. So ring around the rosy, right? It's like when people got the disease, when people got the disease, there yeah. was it on the ring on their skin, different rings on their skin. And I think the ring, the rings had a center. Oh, so, that's what that first line re uh, refers to, ring around the rosy, right? And then there was a superstition back then that if you carry a bunch of roses in your pocket as you move, move around or in a pot or in a bottle as yeah. you move, move around, the roses would help you avoid the plague. So you would not catch the plague and die. So that's what the second line is referring to. Oh. Ring around the roses, a pocket full of roses, right? Yeah. The next line, ashes, ashes, meaning at the time, because the deaths were so plenty, the easiest way to get rid of the bodies was to cremate. Yeah. So everybody became ashes, essentially. Now, regardless of what you did, regardless of how, you know, because at that time, there was no understanding of germs and so on, no antibiotics and blah, blah, blah. So yeah. this plague just ran through the population and decimated the population. So everybody died. That's what the last line is saying. We all fall down. You understand? Oh. So it's like, it's, 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 I don't like this song. You know, it's like a, it's like a funeral song that has been made into a, okay. I don't know, a happy song, the nursery rhyme, you know. Ring around the roses, pockets will love roses, ashes, ashes all fall down. So, but then, children like it. What will you do? You learn and sing. If they call you, you know, when you sing the song, you hold hands, you go yeah. round, 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 and then you fall, you know. So, and because she's much closer to the ground, she falls more quickly. It takes her a split second to get to the ground. I have to come all the way from six, six feet to get to the ground. And if you don't fall, it's an incomplete experience for her. Yeah. So, um, how did we get to this point? I, I, I was saying that you have to put aside, you know, some of, um, yeah. there's, there's an, intellect, an intellectual side to parenting. Yeah, which means you have to stimulate and sustain curiosity in um in 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 things generally, things that are good for the child to know. Um, and you yourself have to be an intellectually curious person to be able to inst uh, um in 
inspire and sustain the curiosity in your, your child. If you're not, you might find it more difficult and you'll find yourself outsourcing to someone else, outsourcing to the school, outsourcing to the house help, outsourcing to the other parents, you know, something like that. Um, but then um, if you have a reasonably sound um, intellectual, um, um, should I call it background or so yeah. in the world of today, in the society of today, it goes a long way in helping your parenting as well. So I would say that some failures of parenting, some things that, um, let's say, like we're talking about risk, some, yeah. in some cases, you might just not know from an intellectual perspective that something is ri 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 risky. Mm. You understand? It's like drinking Coke and not knowing that Coke is harmful for you down the line. It's something you have to read about somewhere. Somebody has to teach it to you. So if you are not exposed to that knowledge, then you don't know. So in that case, your failure to parent properly is not a failure of, you know, um, it's not a failure of emotional maturity or stuff like that. It's just a failure of um, uh, intellectual, um, what, what do I call it now? intellectual accuracy. You just don't know something. So you don't know what you don't know and such. It um, affects you in, in ways that you might not even realize until much later. I don't know if that makes uh, sufficient yeah, sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Before, ask, before, we, before we leave on this issue, there, there's something you said that, that caught my attention and I want to reiterate and especially in this age of of the digital age, like you said, you said, like I said, that you should, like the parents should be able to create something offline, like like um that is able to captivate the child's attention. Like so, and you, you gave an example of the figurines, like the toys and like the animal figures and stuff, and 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 I think that is very crucial. Like most of the things I see these days, like parents get very excited or very giddy when their children know how to press phone or press laptop or tab at their early ages and stuff so and, and they make it out to seem oh like oh this one a technology child or something in, in that sort of light in the pigeon english yeah. you get and they make it sound like it's yeah. a thing and i look at them and i'm like are you serious like the child is just basically imitating what the child is seeing you exactly <laughs> They see you use your thumb to scroll, scroll, scroll. Eventually, they will figure it out. Oh, my thumb can do this. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Press something. It's simple. It's yeah. simple. It's not technology. Animals can be taught to do the same. Do that. Monkeys. Do so having that offline, having that offline component, and that requires that even the parent, you are that state of affair, you are that state of mind where you are able to take time away from the online world and even go offline, read a book do a pet project even if it's something as simple as fixing yeah. the house when things are broken and have the child with you you know like yeah. because the children they don't come pre-programmed knowing what is interesting or what is exciting or, or something yeah. it's what they yeah, see what they enjoy doing yeah that they start to gain a basis of what is exciting for themselves so if you are if you actually take them through that process of having them see that learning a different language is interesting learning how to play it, yeah, a musical instrument is interesting. Learning how to paint is interesting. Learning how to cook is interesting. Learning how to yeah. get different skills. You, you, you kind of like bring all those offline activities and you put it in such a way you, that captivates them, that interests them. Like it creates like for a good learning ground as opposed to having them just holding on the phone, 
watching cartoon on YouTube, even if it's child, um, even if it's even if it's children, even if it's children content, content, yeah. content and all that. So there's an the aspect of the passive and active stimulation of the brain. So all those videos and all those things are like passive in their nature because the child just have to sit down and do it. But at that stage in their life, they need to be more actively stimulated because that is when the neurons in their head are developing. So the more you actively stimulate them, give them things to do, and then their neural pathway is still flexible. So they can get to learn a lot of things before it solidifies. They can create new neural link and all that and, and map new activities onto those things. So I, I think, yeah, it's very crucial that parents should earlier on think of offline methods through which they can actually teach their children or create a learning ground 